Here we go. Podcasting time. Colin Thomas is here. We will fix it. An essential maintenance Dubai. We're going to be talking DIY and a whole bunch more coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai's epic podcast studio. We're ready to go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while. It has been way too long. Yeah. Isn't it nuts? What, two, two and a bit months? Yeah. And you know, the thing is, and other thing about podcasts is we all often don't date them, although yeah. this DIY podcast tends to follow the seasons. So you'll hear us talking about AC, you'll hear us talking about summer. Be, me yeah. being the, the, the way we, we put together the podcast, sometimes there's a delay, so a couple have just come out. But for the most part, one doesn't have a sense of when was the last time we actually sat down in the same room. It's crazy, isn't it? Because um, that's actually one of the wonderful <laughs> things about podcasting. that you, You've covered that entire period where yeah. you, you and I have both been off and um, nobody had a clue. No. <laughs> so, and um, there's videos going up too. Yeah. I don't know if you're following, that, following us on YouTube. But, I am. Uh, so we get uh, some great traffic over there. I got a, um, my best friend Mark, um, yeah. who's uh, actually now at Amazon in um, in the UK. He's, he's a big cheese job. He's, he is a big cheese, and um, <laughs> bless him. He was like, uh, "Okay, so first of all, you are slouching." Yeah, there, there was one shot, and I'm going to do it right where you're sitting like this. I know, but that's my natural position. I know, you know? but it, it looked like it, it was almost like a pregnant lady. Well, that's I, accurate. I did want to mention that to yeah, you yeah, because you're kind of balancing on the. I'm going to talk to Doctor Jenner about that because I am a medical. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> and then also, who's like the safety glasses? I had my reading glasses yeah, on. Yeah. I'm like, you I know, I know people, they, 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 the criticism, right? Positive. But I got to say, you've been following your fitness routine and your Generally, eating healthily, and you're looking darn good. Well, thank you. I'm actually a bit up. Um, okay. uh, being in, it was an odd one because uh, I, went, I went away to the Maldives for 16 nights, of which seven oh of which goodness. we spent throwing up. <laughs> And I still managed to put on five kilos in the period, which was quite good going, I thought. But, I worked but, really hard at that. As, as soon as you deviate from your regular routine, yes, it's a guarantee that you're going to put on something. Which is good, because, yeah. um, and especially over especially a short if you period stabilize. like that. Yeah. yeah, because what it told me was, you really can't afford to deviate from this. <laughs> So back we came, back to the steps routine, and yeah. um, and you know it's I haven't got rid of all of it yet, but it's gradually coming back down. So thank uh, you. That was yeah, a very yeah, kind yeah. comment. Yeah. And you're looking mighty fine yourself, James. No, no, I want to talk about the, the, you know, getting into the healthy eating and following yeah. these things. Isn't it amazing how easy it is to put on the kgs, but how hard oh, it is for them to fall off? That's unbelievable, isn't <laughs> it? The other, the other thing that I found absolutely amazing was the, um, uh, people call it the penny drop moment, isn't it? Yeah. Which is when you've had those bad habits for so long, yeah. how long it takes before you realise, why was I doing that for so long? <laughs> yeah. And there's a happy medium that I can do, yeah. where I'm not just eating carrots all day, um, yeah. but it's, it's just a healthy, more sustainable way of living. And, and that's really where, where I'm aiming to get to. Mm, there you go. Yeah, well, that's it's fine. good. You know, one of the things I'd love to, love to do is, I don't know if you, you follow Jason Vale, the juice master no not yet you should jason yeah, okay. Vale, follow this guy he's and you'd like him he's he's a a fairly outspoken guy from the uk right who oh uh, no he's british he's british oh, but no. but he's been through you know he's had he's had the life in uh, that he you know from the from the bottom addictions galore he solved all those he's quite into the juicing thing it works for all sorts of things and now he's set up juicy retreats he calls them juicy oasis and he's set up these 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 healthy living week away things in Portugal yeah. and that. And they're just cool to look at from a business sense and yes. how he makes it work. And he's, and he's very interesting. Have you told you the story of my juicer? No. Right. 
I have this juicer that I bought in 2005. All right. okay. which, which model? Is Do it, you know what? Is it I, I'll, I'll explain okay. why oh, I don't okay. know. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It came with a 30-year warranty. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, when you're free and single, and in 2005 I was, you don't just want a juicer. You want the juicer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did the whole internet search in 2005, probably on dial-up, knowing me. And, um, and I found this juicer in the US, okay? To ship it here was four times what it was going to cost for the juicer. But you still spent it. Oh, I did it. I did it wholeheartedly. Now, this thing has... It's just... It's, it's a motor. And when okay. you look in the commercial shops, right, when they have all their commercial gear... Mine's significantly bigger. <laughs> no, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. But the problem was that then, um, and I used it for a couple of years, it was great. And then um, I met Natalie in 2008, and we immediately went from this in, uh, enormous five bed to uh, a two bed, the, uh, the wonders of the boom of 2008. And at that point, she was adamant that we were not, there was no space in our tiny little kitchen for the juicer. So it got put away. It's still put away. <laughs> Because there's no way I'm ever getting rid of it. That's not yeah, happening. Yeah. I'm still within warranty. Um, however, it is it is genuinely the world's best uh, juicer. And now and again, I do get it out just for the odd juice. Okay. But the cracking thing about it is it, it, it starts um, with a capacitor, which um, we talked about on <laughs> yeah, for ACs. Yeah, yeah. So you turn it on and you get this massive boom. And then you get this... You know the rumble that you get from a municipal bus that's been sat for too long yep. with no engine mount changes? Yep. Right, it does that. <laughs> Now, for me, that's just the best rumble in the world because I genuinely think I could put bricks through it and nothing would happen. It yeah. is just incredible. It does the whole separation of everything. And, oh, I absolutely love it. But we're finally, I'm there having just remodeled the new kitchen. I'm like, yeah. great. You've got a space, space to put it. Right the right here in the corner. Yeah. We've got a section that's for the co- juicing coffee, coffee machines yeah. and tea and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's a space perfect for yeah. it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm not really, it wasn't a conversation of, uh, no, I'm not really up for that, you know, it's yeah, not It's not yeah. in the same aesthetic as the rest of the kitchen. It was just, no. Mm. And then I, I just knew <laughs> that I was done for. <laughs> I could argue this until I'm blue in the face and yeah. get absolutely nowhere. So failing that, um, it is, uh, it's still literally in the maid's toilet, <laughs> with no maid, by the way, um, that it has stayed since we moved in. So if ever you need a long-term loan of an incredible yeah, yeah, juicer, I, just let me know. I may, I may take you up on that. I, I ended up buying, because of, of Jason Vale, who was on my radio show once. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic to me. But then we managed to get him to come to TEDx Dubai in 2010, I think. Uh, I ended up buying a Philips juicer, just your standard one. Yeah. The darn thing doesn't die. That's like brilliant. I've had it, I've had it now for for over ten years, and I use it twice a day. Crikey! And I'm mean with it, like you know, I'm putting through beats, I'm putting through you know serious yeah, stuff yeah. that's like still keeps going. Yeah, I want to get a new one. I keep saying to my wife, I want to get a new one. She goes, but your your juicer still works. She's using logic here, <laughs> and that's something that, that that ladies tend to do, and I find it very very offensive. <laughs> yes. What do you mean, logic? Yeah. Can't you hear that noise? <laughs> it went down as I started. I want the one that goes up as it starts. Yeah, yeah. so anyway. Uh, then, uh, sorry, actually, yeah, just on yeah, that yeah. point quickly. Yeah. Yeah. There is something about a bloke where it doesn't have to be used. There is possession yes. as well that yes. has enormous you value. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's where I'm at with my juicer right now, which is I still own it. So therefore, there is no loss to deal with. Here we go. It's definitely the way, isn't yeah. it? Ladies don't have that. Right, no, sorry. Yeah. I know we need to but move on. We do. We want to get going here. And 
where are we going today? Well, one of the big things is people have been away on vacations. It doesn't really matter where you are in the world. You've had a little bit of downtime. Maybe you've gone camping. Maybe you've gone on a road trip. Maybe you've left your country. We're expats living in the UAE. So a lot of people have gone somewhere. COVID's gotten in the way of that a little bit, but people generally have done something and then they've come back and you reoccupy your villa, your house, your apartment, your condo, whatever it is. And you start to notice stuff right away. Well, the classic one is um, <laughs> the people, and we've had, I reckon, 40 of these, right? Which is that people get home on uh-huh. the flight and uh-huh. they get home normally about 10 o'clock to midnight is the average time for Dubai. In fact, you yeah. know that from the airport because that's when yeah. it's utterly nuts. goes through till about two if you're, um, uh, if you're coming from um, somewhere long distance. Um, they then get home having had nobody at home during that and, period. And paint this a little bit. It's a little bit humid here right now. Yes. At, at midnight, it's still 38 degrees. You've got about 65% humidity. Yeah. You've got kids, you've got bags, you're getting out of a cab, it's dark, you're fumbling for your keys to get in the gates. And you've also been used for the whole summer to being somewhere cooler. Yes. So okay. suddenly your body's going... <gasps> Oh, dare you do this to me. Yes. You're sweating. Exactly. Your face, yeah. your glasses are steaming up. Oh, it's my eyeballs sweating that really got me. I'm like, geez, am I crying? I don't think so. The taxi driver's laughing inside as he's hucking your bags out, and yeah. then he's leaving. He's going, I'm getting back in my car. It's all on you now, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. And they walk through the door, turn on the ACs, and an hour later, it's, it's not yeah. much cooler. Yeah. Right, all the ACs are broken. See, yeah. we get that. We get that. I've just come back having been away from the summer and all my ACs are broken in my five-bedroom house. So five-bedroom house, in which case, your utter minimum is eight units. The chances of all eight having gone down and still have power are minuscule. Yeah. Okay? We need you now. Right. Okay. Well, I'm really sorry, but we are a scheduled service unless you're an essential maintenance customer. If you are essential maintenance, we'll be with you within the hour. 24-7-365. Um, so messages come through the night. You haven't got a, got back to us, even though we've put those an automatic right. message going back to them saying, "I'm very sorry, but our opening hours are." So uh, anyway, so then the, in the morning, the bookings team come into another ridiculous trail of messages, and then so they phone, bang on eight o'clock to say, yeah. "Oh right, we are here now." How? Oh no, no, it's cooling now. You know, yeah. it's starting to cool. We can see what's going on. Anyway. This is the standard scenario, people. The walls got hot and they yeah. take time to cool down. And that's 24 to 48 hours to get back to any semblance of normality. Yeah. And that's assuming you've put them all on, which most people don't do. They think they can just put their normal, uh, the normal quantity on as they walk into the house. So it, that, that has been a constant. Yeah. And so now we're at the stage of, you know, we can give you the first available booking, but be aware that between now and that first available booking, that it's highly likely that they will start to cool again. Yeah. And then you have the conversation of, oh, when did you last get your AC serviced? 18 months ago. <laughs> right, we'll take that booking then. <laughs> you know? So that's been, that's been the constant. Yeah. Um, lots of electrical issues as well, oh, which oh, is odd. Oh, yeah, oh, just mean? things tripping while people have been away. Oh. It seems like with COVID, everybody has been away for longer because it's such a hassle to right. get away yeah. that they stay away, um, mm. which has been really interesting. So um, we, we've, been, we've been really busy on, on that side. It's yeah. been an interesting summer. We've kind of just talking off air. But um, it's, been, it's been absolutely all over the place. Hmm. 
and um, and fascinating as well. A really, really interesting summer. But now, if you imagine, the kids have just gone back to school when we're recording now. Yeah. Um, and we'll get, I think we will still get kind of the laggards who um, one way or the other turned up pretty late back to Dubai, even though they shouldn't have. Well, I, I, it's funny because people come back the week after school starts. Yes. And I've, I've even got some students, I'm in, in a university setting, I've got some students who still aren't back. Well, we've been going now this is our second week. We're in, we started last week. Yeah. We're into second week. I mean, I start giving work in the first day. So it's, you of know, course. you better be in that class. And if you're going to be switching out, just know that you've missed stuff. And I've got students who are still not back and I'm going, okay, you can probably catch it online, but the expectation is that you're going to be here. And isn't, isn't there more to this? Isn't there supposed to be that there's supposed to be a, um, a like a, a ten or fourteen day gap after they get back before they come into school? Or can they PCR test it to get around that? So, the, so the, our university mm. is on the federal systems. So you need uh, to have you. So you need to have your PCR to get into the country, of course. Yes. Then you need to have a PCR. Once you're once you're here, ah, okay. Then you it has to activate in your Alhosen app, so it's green, Got and you. they're going to check your Alhosen, and so you have to have a negative P- PCR every thirty days, and your Alhosen has to be green. If even not- even with the double vaccination, <laughs> yes. Crikey, that's good going. I'd yeah. be all up for that. So if you don't have a green Alhosen, you're in trouble. Wow. Yeah. Right. Well, in which case, so schools are slightly different, but it, well, right. the basic so, upshot is exactly the same, which is people are still coming back. So we're still getting those messages at 1am in the morning. And um, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. And then we'll find as we move through September and, and October as well, that people go from that, uh, this, it, okay, we're cold and the lights work, Yeah. to, okay, now let's try and create something that we actually want to live in. <laughs> Yeah. Which is amazing because I've, I've got this friend in Barsha who basically moved down to Victory Heights and uh, really? he, yeah, it was like a landlord. It was okay. a landlord scenario. Uh, okay. It wasn't. It wasn't financial. Anyway, yeah. he found this absolute bargain. Uh oh! You see, every time someone finds it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I found a bargain. Yeah. In in most places in the world, a bargain equals fixer upper. Yes. Here, when you find a bargain, it is also a fixer upper. That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> Other people would just say it is... D- a dump. Beef. I'm living yes. in a dump. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's literally just had... He moved in, I don't know, 10 days ago. And so far, out of nine ACs, he's had four compressor replacements. Oh, no, no. And replaced by a landlord oh, who no. has his own maintenance no, team. No, no, no. Yeah. That sounds like my place. Yeah. Bless him. He's now... Yeah, I mean, he is a, a very uh, tough man. Let's yeah. put it that way. So he sat on the roof with the guys as they're doing yeah. the changing and yeah. sending me frequent yeah. videos. Does this look right to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I think my maintenance guys, because my landlord has, and mo- for the most part, the maintenance guys yeah, do a decent yeah. enough job. But if they're up on the roof, I'm also climbing up on the roof. And next time I say, oh, sir, you don't have to come up. I say, oh, yes, I do. Yeah, so, but I mean, if you imagine, that's kind of 16 hours worth. Yeah, um, I don't, that, yeah that means you're, <sighs> you got to have the water up there and the yeah, umbrella. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. Most of those, I mean, you guys at least take up some tenting and you've yeah, got water and ice. Yeah. Some of the, I mean, I see the AC guys that do my place. They don't have any of that. No, I know. Really? It's, um, I mean, it's for us, that's a simple part of safeguarding your own staff. Yeah. So um, all of our guys have ice. We actually can produce up to two tons of ice a day. Which is pretty um, incredible well we've got you know we've got a lot of teams to cover and i don't want that to be a limiting factor 
Um, they each have an esky of uh, water and all have um, hydration salts that we buy by the pallet load. Which is pretty awesome. Um, so it's just our, our and we have to then educate everybody because it's amazing how many AC techs <laughs> who naturally will work in hot environments have no knowledge of safety. How is it? How is it that, that they don't? How is yeah. it that they don't understand hydration? I mean, yeah, I'll, forget about always more also been missed. Forget about just the worker. You know, guys like yours who, yeah, yeah. who are doing this. Just people in general don't seem to get dehydration. It's like, oh no. yeah, but I'm in AC. You still yeah. dehydrate yeah. and you you it's, you need to be taking on three, four liters of water a day just Absolutely. normally. Yep. If you're now going to be outside, you got you to double that. Yes, absolutely. And as you and said, that's when you need the hydration salts. Hydration salts. See, that was the classic. Um, back in the day, we had a, um, a few guys, and when we realized there was an issue, we had a few guys that didn't like the taste of the uh, hydration salts, which yeah. we then changed, actually. So yeah. they're now all on Picari sweat, which is four <laughs> times the price of uh, i got to share a story stores. with you. Yeah. I visited some ex-Dubai friends when we were away this summer, and I, it, it did my head in. It was, it was hilarious. I'm not going to mention their names, ex-pilots. Uh, Braden, uh, <laughs> and this one just this one just made me laugh. And 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 Stephen Stephanie don't want to mention their names. We're going out golfing, right? So we're we're talking in a part of Ontario. Okay, you know it was maybe going to be thirty degrees Celsius. And they're going. I was like, oh man, we got our water. We got our hydration salts in that water. And I'm going. And, and I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, hold on, you guys lived in Dubai like I did for like fifteen years. Did. 30s like winter yeah were you hydration salting then the entire time you lived in country then i missed this yeah because it was like it was like a priority it's like it's gonna be hot we didn't and i mm. i just thought awesome that they're doing that but i i think it's interesting when we change our yes. our venues how we change our thinking about hydration and these salts and that and i'm almost positive when they were going to work here in the UAE on a regular day like today where it's going to be 40 something. Yeah. They weren't hydration salting in their water bottles. No, no, I'm sure they yeah. weren't. And um, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's, it's massive. Yeah. You know, we have had guys um, pass out before now, which is the other reason why our guys always work in a team of two. Um, so there's Makes always sense. a backup um, within that environment and on a roof, um, they are not allowed to be on a roof alone for longer than a 10 minute, uh, 10 minute period. Yeah, well, that makes you, sense. you sometimes need number two to go and get your bits yeah. and bobs, but it's a, it's a standard safety thing that you yeah. have a buddy system in yeah. place. So yeah, that's been critical uh, for us. But now what we're finding is that people are starting to get through that phase and, and onto that next stage, which is let's make a, a house a home. I love that transition you just did there. Yes. <laughs> but, and you know how that happens is you get away on vacation, you start looking around, hey, maybe you're in a hotel, maybe you're in an Airbnb. I, I'm big on the Airbnbs. Oh. Yeah, we use lots of them. Hmm. I had some great it places. It well. Oh, I had some great places. I, I'm going to give a, a shout out to Max in Toronto in York. Nice. And if you can rent Max's place in Toronto on Vaughn Road, if you're looking for a place in Toronto and you want the Airbnb, that man has it. And, nice. And whether it's winter or summer, that is, Max is a super host, not just figuratively, but literally he's yes. a super host and his place will make your Toronto stay spectacular. So I always show. feel nice to go to Toronto now. Oh man. This guy, and you know what? I think Natalie would love this place as well because it is, it's got vacuum cleaners galore. 
It's got all the cleaning supplies galore, but not just cleaning supplies. They're also environmentally friendly cleaning supplies, uh-huh. washer dryer, all that kind of stuff. And then for you, it's got the dartboard in the living room as well. So I need a dartboard in the living room. Super security because he's also got, well, you know, it's all locked up and all that, but he's also got uh, video monitors at all the entrances. Cool. So when you're watching your big screen TV over the fireplace, there's also a little monitor on the side so you can watch Vaughn TV, as I call it, <laughs> <laughs> and just watch the cars. But anyway, oh, man. But no, I, it, it's, it, and, and for, for you guys with the family, it's got uh, multiple bedrooms. Uh-huh. And Useful. He, and, 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 you know, multiple washrooms as well. So you got upstairs and downstairs washrooms. Yeah. So, you know, water closets. Great. So it's, Perfect uh, place. Yeah, it's awesome. But sure. so you go away, as you're saying, mm. and then you, you start thinking, oh, you know, what I, I, I and, and you start looking at stuff and maybe you do like me and you do a, an Ikea run for your kids to get them set up in new apartments or new yes. things. And then you kind of look around and you, and you kind of get brainwaves. Oh, I need to do this. Yeah. I think part of it as well is we are over the worst of the, um, well, no, the best of the rental situation here. Prices are rising yeah. and rising, you know, especially for oh, really? villas in certain areas. Like the ranches? Now, are they going the ranch has gone Insane. Oh, really? Absolutely insane. Not justified in any shape. We we have a place <laughs> that is diagonally opposite ours. Yeah. Very slightly smaller than ours. We moved in now almost exactly a year ago, and they are currently asking double. Really? And it's a shed. Wow. It really is. It's worse wow. than our one was when we got ours. And are there people looking at it? I don't know. Oh, okay. No, it's not, it's not full, which is interesting, isn't it? Because by now... It should have been taken if it was yeah. the school brigade. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he sees sense um, because that, that place, I mean, it is an absolute shed. Um, in fact, here's a classic. It gives you an idea. There is a shed in the garden, but the shed is such a shed that it's got its roof caved in. That's how much of a yeah, shed this place is. You're never going to rent the place if you've got a caved-in roof on the shed in the back of the place. When people come in, they look at it and say, well, this is... Yeah, I mean, that, is, that gives you an idea, doesn't it? You just don't... You hear Shakespeare, beware the Ides of Mars. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You know. But then the problem is, again, supply. Where yeah. There's not that much supply of five beds in, uh, in the Arabian ranches right now. It, it, so people are really struggling. You know what I dream of, where I dream of moving? Over, and, and I mean, I live in Murdoch. I've lived yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the Wrangler. I'm, I'm never going to move. Yeah. So, you know, I can dream, but everyone goes, yeah, you, you can go look, James, go look. You're <laughs> never going to move. So why are you wasting your time? It's just like going looking at new cars. You go, yeah, go look at that new car. You know, you're never going to buy one. But so I, I love Murdiff. It's got this authenticity to it that so many places in Dubai don't have. It keeps changing. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. And, and it's, it's interesting when I walk the dog, you see different groups of people and it's, it's just, it's just crazy. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, but uh, the place that I'm really interested in is across from Victory Heights. Yes. And it's there's a big apartment that has pools on the balconies. And it's kind of a... Yes, this is um, <laughs> Jumeirah Village Triangle. Yeah, and there's that building there. Yeah, yeah, but that's the five. You're thinking about the five um, hotel in JVT. Oh, is that is that a hotel now? That's I a hotel. Thought, I thought it was condos at one point. No, oh. it's not. It's definitely a hotel. I know the one you're talking about because it is everybody. Everybody has the same reaction. We try not to laugh. The logic is totally lacking. I get what they're trying to do. Yeah, me too. But that scares the living out of me. What are you thinking? <laughs> See, the thing about a pool on a roof is uh, that is supported yeah. in all four areas. But actually, the ones there are not fully supported. Oh, no. These are all on balconies, and they're fairly yeah, big yeah. pools. Well, they're supposedly cantilevered, and everything's absolutely uh-huh. fine. Uh-huh. But with that much cantilever, 
I'm just not feeling that. Yeah. So, I didn't realize that was a hotel. Oh, I got to yeah. check that out. Have you, do you know anyone who's ever stayed there? I'm sure there was someone on the dog walk that had had a very nice time. Okay. And it's not crazy money. No. It's just I don't want to be there, to be brutally <laughs> honest. Because if you imagine... unless your location, though. For me, it's... Like, I don't know if I want to be in that actual location. Usually, I like to be on a beach, so I know. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of in a very odd location yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the five brands, so it's okay. not really something that would um, right. that would go my way. I didn't even know it was a brand. Yeah, okay. they've got the five on the palm, which was slightly legendary oh, during lockdown. Has been that the, the possible the one cause that of got closed down a lot. Yeah. Okay, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. So back to back on topic. Yeah, let's try. <laughs> we can do this, James. I know you and I are naturally just yeah, designed just, to U-turn on yeah, every occasion, yeah, but yeah. we're supposed to be better this time. Remember yeah, this new yeah, season and what it. we're supposed to be that's doing. What we're, we're trying. We're trying. I know, but we're just not very good at that, are we? <laughs> we, we will try harder, Dubai. So are we on the fifth time of saying when people yeah. have gone back? <laughs> that's right? it. That's it. They've gotten back. They've got all these ideas. And then you walk into your place. Yes. The air conditioning, let's, let's hypothetically say your air conditioning works, your water heater's are fine the electricity is all working oh that house <laughs> <laughs> the only one in fact mine isn't even at the moment Jeez, another story um but okay so what we're talking about is beautification yes basically. The, the little things that are you know kind of really kind of insignificant but they're so important yeah they are if you if you imagine just a bit of a remodel and yeah. can feel like you're in a, a new property and not having to deal with those ridiculous rental prices which is where <laughs> i was going with my last point before we diverted oh, there, we there we go so um as a result it's there's all sorts that you can um uh, that you can look at with that and uh, one of the big things is people move because they don't have enough space yeah shelving people <laughs> shelving <laughs> is what we're talking about here you know yeah and um there's there's just so many different types that you could actually use that there's a real decision to be made as to which of those options uh, would work for you <laughs> <laughs> motion controlled lighting okay so the lights keep flashing up and down the, people the only people who know that are those who are watching us on youtube i know we've got we've got a, a mini disco going on here it, that reminds me of oh, diverted oh, oh, again. here we go yeah, yeah. reminds me of the cub disco when uh, when i was i must have been seven i think and he literally had just the red amber green and nothing else <laughs> Even for, what, 1982, that was rubbish. Hey, you know what my dad used to make? Color organs. You, know, you ever heard of those things? A so color organ? A color organ. And it was, it was this whole, it was oh, like yes. a ball light. Or he used to make them in boxes. Pink Floyd. Yeah. legendary for them you back in the 60s. plug it into your sounding and then the, the, the lights would come on to yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad used it, to make them. With the rotation, so yeah. that way it would, uh, it would do it. Oh, it was crazy. My dad used to make those. <laughs> Did you know Pink Floyd started that in the early 60s um, mm. using uh, an amazing kind of oil film so that yeah. as it rotated, the actual uh, oil would move around. Wow. The problem was in um, like three <laughs> out of four occasions, the whole thing set on fire. <laughs> Sounds like early fires. film. Yeah, Sounds yeah. like early film. Yeah. <laughs> the Lumiere Brothers, that was one of the problems they had with projecting is the things would just catch fire. And you know what the best thing for projecting is, and that is to put it on a shelf. <laughs> there we go. There we, we go. We're back. back. We're so back. Shelving is a, is a big one. And we run into some issues here. A, with the types of shelves. One that I saw, and I, I've seen them on, and I'm going to shamelessly plug your guys' Insta page. Oh, thank you. We will fix it. Dubai is if you want yes, to go check are. and go check that out because it's kind of cool. I recently joined, so I will. 
and, uh, and I was looking at, and this is part of partly why this came up is you were, you were, you guys were talking about the fact that you've got handyman services, yeah. which is, you know, do some shelves, put your TV on the wall, all those kind of things. And you're talking floating shelves. We see a lot of those at Ikea. Yes. Versus the type of shelves that have brackets and yep. then there's different types of brackets. And, and, and suddenly that this becomes a big dilemma, a, which kind of shelving to choose and B, how do you affix it to the wall? We've got concrete walls. We've got gyp rock or gypsum walls. We've got uh, walls that are covered with plaster. Yep. You've got all sorts here. And um, really the key boils down to kind of two, two factors, which is first of all, the aesthetic uh-huh. um, and secondly, the physical use that you want to use it for. So many so, times I see people put up shelves and they, they put them up for, cause they're aesthetically going to look nice. And then they spin they pack them and yes. they're not the, the type of shelving they've chosen doesn't work for the weight that they're actually and people underestimate how much stuff weighs well here's a classic shelving oh, story oh, here exactly we go. like that is this okay. your own or is this uh, this is me okay here we go here we go so back in 2009 so we've been going for about a year i got this very odd phone call that said, uh, we have a job for you in um Sakim for a vvip and we've done a background check on you personally, and you are approved to be able to come in. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which I thought was all... Dodgy. Very dodgy, to say the least, until they sent me the background <laughs> check. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you've got info, fine. So um, in I went, and it turns out it was the ex-wife of a current president of a, uh-huh. uh, uh, of a European country. Mm-hmm. And uh, throughout the entire time there, there was a very, very nice gentleman that stayed with me at all times that had a slight bulge quite high up, not, not where a gentleman might normally have a bulge, but he had a bulge slightly higher up than normal. Um, and he was very, very affable. Um, but I think if I'd taken even a five mil deviation, then uh, there would have been a little bit of shrapnel flying around the place. It was one of those environments. But they were very nice people, I must say. And uh, that was basically the Lax Shelf uh, epic. Ah. I must have done, I think I did four days of Lax Shelves. And if you imagine, at this stage... Describe the Lax Shelves, because there's going to so be the, someone who's not familiar. Yeah, so the Lax Shelf is the legendary uh, floating shelf from Ikea. Yeah. Um, they sell millions of those. Oh, God, yeah, and more. And basically what it is, is a, um, a shelf that has uh, a metal bracket behind it, but it's a metal bracket with two prongs. Yes. But also it's Ikea kind of style, which means they've worked very hard to cost reduce it to the maximum. So it does exactly what it says on the tin, but nothing more. Mm-hmm. So therefore the majority of that lack shelf um, has uh, a kind of space-saving non-wood in it, with, yeah. um, uh, but it is uh, it, it's sheathed. You know, they've, yeah. they've got that both sides of it with two cores where the prongs of the metal support go in. Uh, so, all spills disaster if it gets too heavy to me. Exactly, <laughs> but they specify this very clearly yeah. on their packaging that yeah. those shelves are not designed for weight. So obviously, I've told this to um, uh, to my little minder in the location. Said, whatever you do, do not put yeah. any weight on these. And went on my merry way after four days having done seventy or eighty shelves. It was oh, just man. insane. That's a lot. I was just so you're an expert on the lack shelves. Well, I was in those days. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember last week, like <laughs> two thousand and nine. But um, but that was all done. Anyway, get a phone call three weeks later. <laughs> 
from the guy or from from the guy who's packing or from the no from <laughs> whoever the facilitator was <laughs> yeah. that i never okay. met yeah your services are required once again to fix the shells you fitted three weeks ago. I'm like, oh, here we go. Well, I'm like, I don't get this. They've got solid walls. I've used um, expansion bolts. So something is not right here, okay? They decided to use most of them as solid bookshelves. Oh, no. They're obviously readers, and they wanted their kids to read as well. And the, every bracket had bent. I mean, literally, it was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. My, 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 not one failure in the wall. I was extremely <laughs> proud as I took yeah, my pictures yeah. and then got told by uh, packing it that uh, I'm not allowed to take pictures in the house. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to prove this isn't me. Um, he's like, don't worry, I will tell the powers that be. Anyway, next, next thing you know, I'm building new shelves with brackets underneath. <laughs> yeah. Did the whole job all over again. And then um, um, the uh, the lady of the house came through and said, "Oh, that looks so ugly." I'm like, "Yeah, but you've got a lot of books." So we kind of um, we kind of came to uh, a compromise. Solution so what did you do? Because them. you you were using the non load bearing shelves. I literally that, threw away every lack shelf that so we you got had rid there. of the it, it just wasn't suitable for what they wanted to do. What kind of brackets did you so end up using? I just used a straight um, straight L bracket. I mean, a little bit more yeah. elegant one than because you got um, those metal things that yeah, are pretty so common. Yeah, so these are kind of a um, then you uh, got the springy wood ones that they also sell at IKEA. Yes. But the problem with these is if you have a traditional L um, L bracket, yeah. um, A, they look pretty rubbish. Yeah, and secondly, because they often are not triangulated, they're not that strong anyway. Right. So knowing what they were going to do with it, I gave them an option of a triangulated or a triangulated. And bizarrely, thank God, they went with the triangulated. <laughs> So, um, and then I, I literally was adding mid, uh, mid-section. So oh, I, I knew what they were going to do to them. And as far as I was concerned, this time around, if I couldn't sit on it, then they weren't <laughs> having it. So, so, yeah, it was over-engineered beyond belief. Actually, they moved out a year later, which was hilarious. <laughs> Did they want you to come and take uh, the shelves, shelves off the walls? I don't think they were that kind of people to okay, reboot. They were just going to leave them. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're, um, they're yours. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, we got loads of phone calls back from all sorts of oddities, but never <laughs> back for the shelves. So it worked out pretty well. But that almost is, is an illustration, actually. When you think about what we're talking about here, we're, we're talking about the um, the aesthetic versus the practical. Right. And that is shelving in a nutshell, really, yeah. isn't it? Which is, um, you know, the lady of the house will always say, I have a vision. The... Um, <laughs> This is every stereotype as well, come to think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty much everyone, right? Yeah, here. the gentleman of the house will be told he will create that vision, and then it's a question of who wins. And on that basis, in you the know, last for, for house, me, usually it is when it's, it's like, here's the vision. It's like, I'm screwed. There's no way. I, have, I do not have the ability yeah. to do this. And, and it's sheepishly, because you don't want to admit you don't have the ability, but... You know, I'm, I'm kind of looking at these things and, and with the shelving, I'm looking yes. at, okay, I got to figure this out. got to get this up and I got to get it level. But then you run into the problem. Okay. Level shelves versus not level walls. Yes. Or straight walls. In the vertical and the horizontal. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, how am I going to make this look okay? Oh, we did it. We did all that. We did all that. In the last house, because basically we had exactly that husband versus wife scenario, I had 14 lack shelves that were all put into the place. So the only win that I got was you don't put anything heavy on here whatsoever and bless it she stuck to oh, it okay good yeah yeah but actually that was kind of a modification of the lack because um they were they were floating shells but it was in an alcove uh-huh. and instead of i knew better than to try and put all the way across <laughs> yeah, the alcove yeah, yeah. so we actually or we i actually bracketed it uh, at the side and then Ooh. also the back and left oh, it that's floating cool. on the right hand side yeah and then did the reverse on the other side so Ooh. that way stylish 
Uh, yeah, it was on the basis that, uh, but the issue was that nothing was straight. So the only way to get around that is actually to, so put it up straight without a doubt. And then you just literally need a tiny little bead of silicon to actually, so your eye is taken away from the gap caused by the rubbish walls. And that's the only way okay. of doing it. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. It's, anyway, it's, it's annoying. Yeah, it is. It's really annoying. But, you know, these are these are the things sent to test you. Oh, there's another one. And again, Um Sakim again. Oh, no. Oh, this no. is 2010. Okay. And the brief was, I want three shelves that I can sleep in. What? I, yeah, seriously. Three shelves that I can sleep in. And he was, he's a dear friend of mine, actually, owns an advertising agency. And um, he, uh, he basically, when he said that sleep he could in. sleep in, what he meant was, I'm going to put enough weight in them okay. that you're going to need to be able to, um, you're going to need to have them at, at that kind of level. And also, they are the size of a single bed, each one. So, so he's, putting, no, he's putting in the, an he's putting gear again. on there. He's putting oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. So he needed like major heavy duty yeah. storage. So what'd you do? Well, obviously, I did what any sensible person would do in this situation, and I outsourced it. Uh, so I got Jamera Carpentry onto it, Jamera oh. and they had a nightmare. There was no, again, if you imagine, I had so a wall either side yeah. that was not straight, but it, it went, it went, it was like um, uh, convex, I guess. So basically, the, uh, the, the, the front was the narrowest point, and it went out and then in again. Mm. And I mean, their, their fabrication is brilliant. So I knew I had no problem in terms of strength. And what they actually did was they, they battened it on Ooh. all the way around the three sides ah. um, and then put enormous battens and also rods all the way through okay. the shelf itself. Yeah. Um, but then when they got there, they were like, um, our measurements weren't quite <laughs> as accurate as they should have been. And it took them two days to fit three shelves. So this is, all, this is the other thing. When you're putting in shelves and you're doing anything, measure twice, cut once, or you know, make sure the person who's doing all that measurement knows precisely what is going to be happening and can communicate that to the guys who are fabricating. Yes. And if you have the option of kind of an alcove, so by that I'm meaning a shelf that goes between two walls. Yeah. Um, which requires precision, then run. <laughs> if you don't have the option to run, measure front, middle, and yeah. back. Make sure that you've got that accuracy to know what your walls are doing, because here in Dubai, they were thrown up quite quickly, and uh, it is no um, scenario where your front's yeah. going to be the same as the back. Oh, so wow. have a plan in place beforehand is really critical. But it ended up working out okay. Oh, they were amazing. At the end yeah. of it. And we did. We got into each one. Yeah. That was my handover to yeah. Ian, which was, right, have a look at this. In you go, boys. <laughs> Done. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that worked out really well. But again, that aesthetic is really where things are changing, yeah. I think. So everybody knows that um, with the floating shelves, you, you're always going to have some kind of limit of weight. They do look cool, though. Like, I've got to yeah, admit, they do. I mean, I love the look of a floating shelf. I've never installed one because I know that they're going to get weighed down. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you are going to now go with um, with something where you do need physical, um, visible brackets, finally, it seems like the world has wo uh, woken up to the fact that they've got to be a bit more aesthetically pre uh, pleasing mm. than the traditional L-shape in metal that they might spray white if you're lucky. So there's a lot more available than there used to be and a, and a lot more options. And, you know, the wonders of Pinterest that yeah. gives you kind of yeah. a, a, a five-second feel for what options are and a bit of a guide in terms of the direction you're going. If you merge that with uh, even Amazon these days that has all sorts of, sh uh, yeah. uh, of 
of um, shelf uh, brackets, then you, you're in a in, in a good place within you know half an hour. It's amazing what you can buy online now. Yes, yeah, insane, and, isn't it? You, you know, you you. It's almost come to the point where yes, you go to the old the old standbys, you go to your hardware guy, you go to your you know the person who can source stuff. Yeah. But I'm finding more and more I'm seeing something that's really cool. And where am I ending up? I'm ending up online. Yeah. And it's getting delivered within five days, or sometimes with the next day. Just incredible, just, isn't it? And and you kind of think, well, why can't I get that at X Y Z store? I can't find it anywhere. I don't know. It's weird. It is, and especially if you're brand specific as well. Yeah. Um, you know, if you think about the difference in how we shop now, mm. it used to be you go to uh, the shop after a particular type of item, right? And you would choose from the selection that they had. Yeah. And now you want a brand, you want this particular model because that's the one that you've seen the reviews about, and therefore you know that that one is reliable. Yeah. So therefore, I think we shot just so radically different that it's no longer suited to the traditional high streets and, mm. and the way that that operated, which is a real shame. It is. It yeah. is. I used to like being able... And I, I still like... That was one of the things I loved when we went home. And not that I used any of this stuff, but I yeah. drove by and went, oh, I love that. Small, bespoke, community hardware stores. Oh, wow. No, we have none of that now. Oh, my, my hometown... So I left, uh, I left Preston in Lancashire... Uh, when I was what, 18, I guess, and I'm now 46. And, uh, but I still am a member of all of the, uh, the Preston groups that send okay. pictures frequently of yeah. all bits of Preston. Our high street is now uh, a combination of either charity shops um, and oh. betting shops. It's like our main street has five betting shops on it. Really? It's so sad to see. It really is. But this is what happens when with online. We were you know? we were in Vaudreuil, uh, not in Vaudreuil, Pancor, Pancor yeah. in in Quebec, and we were staying in this lovely little Airbnb. Yeah. And there was this shop, and it was an electronic shop. And I kept saying to the wife, "I got to go in there, check it out." I got to. I didn't until the day we were leaving. I said, "Okay, we got a little bit of time, just for the just for kicks and giggles. I'm going to go in and check it out." Yeah. And I'm kicking myself. That yeah. I hadn't gone earlier because not only did it sell all sorts of electronic stuff, yeah. it sold all sorts of hardware stuff, including a wall. So if you're looking on YouTube, you can see this wall that, that's behind Colin. Yeah. It had a wall like that of packages of electronic stuff that you could make with your kids or make with, for yourself. But this is what we did in the 80s. Yeah. I used to love all that. And the, this, this shop had everything. Yeah. And I was just walking the aisles going, oh my Oh my! Yeah, and you know, mental mental note to myself: next time I'm in town, I'm going to get this. And there was, and I thought, okay, well, you know, how obscure and how odd can I find stuff? They even had an automotive repair section. So, how many times have you dropped a screw way down into the into your engine somewhere and you can't get it out? It had the device that you can use to go in with the big the expandable long with the what's on it. I I, I wonder where wow. mine is. I've definitely got one. <laughs> so of I'm going. Well, this is the place. And the yeah. lady was just looking at me. It's like you know, it's like I was in a candy store. It's like. <gasps> See, there's two versions of that. You've yeah. also got the grabber, which oh, is yeah. brilliant, and the micro grabber. So it needs right. to have like just a point on the <laughs> yeah. end. Yeah. So it's really small and it opens yeah. and closes. I love that one because, yeah. again, anything plastic that you yeah. get in your car is a nightmare from that perspective. But there were still, I still passed some little hardware stores and you know, where you could go in and you could say to the guy, Look, this is what I'm working on. I says, Yeah, I know exactly what you need. Come over here. Wow. And, you know, buy stuff. And, and it's always the, per, the fact that there's a person there who knows it. And I know Home Depot kind of plays with that a little bit, especially on the weekends. Like people, they'll be showing you how to do stuff. And typically you can go in and, you know, there's going to be a guy there in the lighting section saying, yeah, I'm trying to work on this. And he's going to know his stuff and be yes. able to direct you. But 
I, I still love the little family-run places. Oh, God, I would, I'd be all over that, yeah. without a doubt. It's such a shame. I mean, we, we discussed this, again, oh, that must be 10 years ago now with um, a certain hardware store here. Mm. Um, and it just didn't work out, which yeah. was a shame, but to be able to do a little bit of that. And interestingly enough, another guy that I know that did uh, a business that was based around um, parents and kids being able to do these projects okay. together. Yeah, yeah. But it was also like take, either taking apart electronics okay. that were there or or just basic woodwork yeah. projects okay. together. A little maker-ish kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, um, but unfortunately, he did... Well, no, it wasn't, he, he didn't really get going before COVID, which was uh, such a okay. shame. And he got nailed by COVID, obviously. Right. And that was him gone. He just wasn't established well enough beforehand yeah. for, for it to work. But I would love to have supported yeah. that. You know yeah. what, Colin? I think I think we've 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 maxed out our time today. And it's a busy one. I know. And we, we talked shelving. That's what that was our goal. Yes. And how many times I think it was six that we had to keep trying to come back to that. Yeah. We tried. We tried. <laughs> Life gets in the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll do it all again really soon. Colin Thomas joining us here from Essential Maintenance and We Will Fix It Dubai. It's the We Will Fix It podcast. My name is James Pikeaway, coming to you from the Epic Podcast Studio right here at the Rolf Hotel downtown Dubai. We'll talk to you again real soon. <laughs>